0: What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. Hello, and welcome to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast, part of the SB Nation family. I'm your host, Brendan Ertel, and you can find my Saints articles on Canal Street Chronicles as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Brendan underscore Ertle. Huda, and welcome back to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host today, Brendan Earl. Today we're going to be previewing the game against the Carolina Panthers. The New Orleans Saints will travel to Carolina to face off against the Carolina Panthers. In Week 17, they'll be playing in their white-on-white uniforms. They still haven't lost in these uniforms. Little stat, but... The 12-3 and New Orleans Saints will face off against the 5-10 and Carolina Panthers. If you told me five weeks ago that the Carolina Panthers would be 5-10 and ten right now, since the last time we played us, they were like a promising team. Earlier on in the season, they were really fighting us for the division. They were a couple of games back, but they've just kind of fallen off. I, th- I think the Ron Rivera firing was the wrong move. I mean, I'm not in the building, but ever since Ron's been there, it looks like they've given up. But this is a bigger game for the Saints than it is Carolina. The most important part of this game is the seeding, how everything's going to work with the playoffs. So if the Saints want a top two seed in the playoffs, the Saints need a win, and they need a Seattle win, and they need a Green Bay loss. San Francisco is traveling to Seattle this weekend on Sunday Night Football. That's the game to watch. That's the number one game to watch. Green Bay is also traveling to Detroit to play in the Lions. So unlikely the Green Bay Packers lose that one. They're not resting their starters because they know this is a big game for the seeding. Possibly they could drop them down. So if the Packers do get upset and the Seattle Seahawks take care of business at home against the 49ers, the Saints will be a top of the NFC. They'll the first seed. But if one of the other happens, the Saints will be top two. They'll be the second seed. So if Seattle wins or Green Bay loses, they'll be the second seed. Either way, the Saints need a bye. It's, it's almost necessary for them because their injuries right now are starting to sack up. They're slowly getting healthy on the offensive line. But... Injuries in the back end of the defense and the defensive line, they're starting to build up, and you definitely don't want to go into the playoffs banged up and lose a game that you maybe shouldn't because of health. I know why everyone's listening to this podcast right now, and it's because business is booming. Antonio Brown was in the building today. He had a workout with the team. Five other receivers were actually at the workout. Tommy Lee Lewis and Trayvon Drell were other two that were at the workout. So Saints doing their homework on some receivers so, just doing homework on some receivers. Michael Thomas has 145 receptions right now, and the next closest wide receiver has 29, and that's Ted Kinn Jr., who's their number one number two wide receiver, and having 29 catches, literally almost 120 behind the number one receiver, just can't really happen. Alvin Kamara's second with 79, Jared Cook has 41, even our backup running back has 33 catches more than our backup wide receiver, so that just can't happen. They're just doing their homework, but of course, anytime Antonio Brown saw in this conversation, it's gonna be more of a bigger topic. Would Antonio Brown be perfect in the Saints offense? Yes, he'd be amazing. Antonio Brown the Saints offense is literally bread and butter. It's perfect. Think about Michael Thomas next to Antonio Brown. I don't I don't know that's a, just give us Super Bowl ring right now. There's no way you're gonna stop that. Teams are trying to double Michael Thomas, worry about Alvin Kamara, trying to get pressure on Drew Brees make sure and they get the right matchup against Jared Cook, and then they have to flip around, and then, okay, now we have to worry about Antonio Brown too. That's There's just no way to stop this team. But lots of question marks behind Antonio Brown. This past season has been very rough for him. Two years ago, this Antonio Brown cut up the Saints when he was on the Steelers, and there was no major red flags there, but this past season has been really rough for him. I don't want to get into all what he's done and stuff, but, I mean, what's on the line for him is the commissioner exemplist and what that is is like basically not being suspended but it holds you out while the the league kind of looks into what he's what he did wrong and such like that but if the Saints sign him and he goes ex- onto the exemplist I think I think that's the Saints trying to take Antonio Brown away from another playoff caliber team so like the for some reason the Philadelphia Eagles go and sign Antonio Brown and he's clear to play and then and somehow the Eagles play New Orleans and he kills them so that it, it could be the Saints trying to take Antonio Brown away from any of the other teams to try to poach him San Francisco's been throwing around with Antonio Brown a while back but that could be possibly it it could be the Saints actually interested in the player and bringing him in but I know Sean Payton they know something that we don't they were either told okay this this problem Antonio Brown's having off the field is close to being resolved or they don't know at all and just they're doing their homework but I, I expect Sean Payton to know more before he makes any big decisions it's hard for me to, to think about the Saints bringing in Antonio Brown all the backlash they've gotten today today's Friday they've gotten so much backlash for even bringing him in for a workout just doing homework on him they haven't even signed that guy and the Saints are getting just trashed on ESPN and stuff so it's hard for this hard for me to realize why to bring him in and not sign him, but they said he looked great in his workout. Of course, he's Antonio Brown, but just too much concerns off the field. Even before he got there, he posted a picture of his his claim that the Saints were working him out, and it's just not something something you not want to have your players doing in the locker room. And he took a video of the locker room. I don't really have a problem with that. Other people have a problem with that, but this could also be the Saints bringing him in, it's it's forcing Roger Goodell in the NFL to make a decision on Antonio Brown right now. So Now Roger's like, okay, now we have to try to figure out if we're going to clear Antonio Brown and let him play, or we're going to put him on the exempt list and take him out of the NFL for this year. It's kind of forcing the NFL to make a decision, and if that decision is, okay, we're going to clear Antonio Brown, I expect the Saints to bring him in again and bring him in for this playoff run, but if it's if it's the case where they're gonna put him on the exemplist and take him out of the league for this year I don't I don't see them bringing him in after his workout he was spotted outside the stadium or outside the facility taking pictures and videos with fans all those videos went viral and him saying who at and all that I know it's exciting to think and turn around the Saints offense I know lots of people are against it lots of people are for it I, I'm kind of floating either way just Thinking about Antonio Brown in your offense, but thinking about all the things that could happen. I mean, Antonio Brown didn't even last a week in New England. We need to remember that. But that was when he sent the text messages to the girl. Again, I don't really want to get into that, just staying into the football side of Antonio. He's a great player. He could help this team out so much. But first things first, he needs to get cleared by the league. And if he's not cleared, I don't think the Saints even touch him. Again, they're doing their homework. They're doing their due diligence. Cat Terrell in the press conference. After practice today, she asked uh, Sean Payton about his earlier comments earlier earlier in the off season. He said they weren't interested in Antonio Brown. He actually said he might have been lying, so clearly, this, clearly the Saints have been interested in this player for a very long time. Maybe not the off-field part, but no one's going to worry about what Antonio Brown posted on Instagram five years from now if the Saints have another Super Bowl ring on their finger, so... Antonio Brown's agent Drew Rosenhaus also said that the Saints and him are going to keep in touch and keep talking over this past, this this future this week to see if anything can get resolved or figured out or more information, or more information can be put out. I mean, we also saw a picture of Antonio Brown with Zion. He called him Zion. So that's another thing going around. But again, these are the moves that the Saints maybe wouldn't have made two years ago. We've we saw them bring in Julianne Jenkins, who had a quote-unquote fight with a fan on social media, but wasn't even that bad. But, again, DJ Swearinger as well, who's got into it, maybe with his coaches, and all these players that have question marks on them and red flags, but they come into this facility and you don't hear a peep because the Saints have such a great locker room. And I know Antonio Brown's so much more popular than, like, Janora Jenkins or DJ Swearinger, but it's clear to me the Saints have a strong enough locker room to adapt that personality but I mean Antonio Brown he's shown that he can blow up a locker room so the Saints just need to keep doing homework on this player and if anything pops up this week I'll let you guys know but as at this moment the Saints are interested in the player maybe not the off-field player but the Saints will be talking to Drew Rosenhaus and Antonio Brown over this past over this next few weeks let's talk some actual football so, Saints need a win this week against Carolina. That's the bottom line. Antonio Brown does not matter this week. The Saints need a win. So, right now, Eli, Apple, Marcus Williams, and Von Bell are all out. So, I don't know if that's precautionary for sitting them for the playoffs, potentially a wild card game. Again, another reason why the Saints need that buy to get healthy. Andrews Pete and Larry Wolf are not on the injury report, so that's very positive if they could be back and healthy for this playoff run. We could see a secondary unit of C.J. Gardner-Johnson, P.J. Williams, D.J. Swearinger, Patrick Robinson, Junior Shinkins. They all got to step in, and they just got to find a way to win this football game. Saints are missing a ton of people in their secondary. Three-fourths of their secondaries out, but the player who destroyed the Saints in the secondary was D.J. Moore last time they played, and he's out not really sure what's happening with him. I feel like it's more precautionary as well because their season's all but over. Shaq Thompson, their speedy linebacker, will also be out in this game. Keys to the game, Carolina hasn't been able to stop the run for this past this past half of the season. Bottom half, he they've just been bottom worst, bottom two. I think they're ranked 31st in the run. They just haven't been able to stop anyone on the run. So that just means to me that the Saints need to just grind out this win. They need Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara just run game, just run up their throats, get into that groove into the playoffs where you can run the ball effectively. They need to put this game away early. If Teddy Bridgewater could come into this game in the fourth quarter, that would be phenomenal. Just rest everyone. Get out of this game with a win. I don't care if it's an ugly win or You win by three, you win by freaking 20. Start getting into the groove of running the football again. Last week against Tennessee, they had to kind of fight from behind. So we didn't see a ton of running. Week before against Indianapolis, they were pass happy because Drew Brees' record. So getting into a groove of running the football again will be very beneficial to this team. And they have a great opportunity to do it against one of the worst run-stopping defenses in the league. So my next note I have here, I said stop Christian McCaffrey. And I actually crossed that out. I crossed that out and wrote, slow down Chris McCaffrey, because you just can't stop him. It's like Michael Thomas in our offense. He's going to get his, so just try to limit his. You can't stop him, so just contain him. Do as much as you can to contain him. I want to say over 120 yards, which isn't his best game, but all, all around, he's their best player in this football game. Will Greer will actually be in this game. They've benched Kyle Allen. Cam Newton's still injured, so their third stringer, Will Greer, the rookie from West Virginia, will step into this game. So, the Saints need to take advantage. I remember last week, or last year, Kyle Allen, his first start against the Saints, he actually won in the Dome. So, we need to break that of rookie quarterbacks beating us, because this game means a ton. Last year didn't mean anything. This year means a ton, and we need some help from the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions. There was a Saints fan that actually offered to buy David Blau, the quarterback of the Lions, a super nice truck. So, hopefully that guy will have to end up buying David Blau-Trek because we, that Detroit win, that Seattle win, will be huge for us. Having that buy would be big time for the Saints. Home field advantage throughout the playoffs. It's simple for the Saints this week. Just find a way to win. Don't care. Find a way to win. Go to the playoffs. Hopefully you're booming. You have the top two seed. You go into this playoffs, playoffs hot and you are able to run the football and maybe have... Michael Thomas, and Antonio Brown. Who knows? We'll see what happens. I, I really doubt, If in my personal opinion, I really doubt anything happens from this. I doubt that he will be signed by the Saints, but we will see. I could be wrong. I would love for him to be on the Saints with Michael Thomas. Just someone take that fun away from him, and we'll be in business. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll be checking in with you guys after the, after the football game. Make sure everyone's tuned in to the LSU-Oklahoma game. That'll be a huge game if you're an LSU Tiger fan. I'll definitely be tuning in. I'll be on a plane, so I'll be watching that on a a plane. The NFL Network also had their top 100 team where they put the all-time best players on the team. They had 10 players at each position, and somehow Drew Brees didn't make the list right after making this. They just ended the show, and it's kind of ridiculous how the quarterback that's leading in passing yards and passing touchdowns doesn't make this list. He's leading the two main stats a quarterback should have isn't on the list. Drew Brees definitely snubbed, but all that matters is that another Super Bowl ring. Hopefully, we can get that this year. Again, I'm Brendan Ertle. You can find me on Twitter at Brendan underscore Ertle, and you can find my articles at Canal Street Chronicles. I appreciate everyone tuning in. I'll catch you guys up after the game. Who dat?